Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by... Hi. Hi, it's me. Who's me? <laughs> you know, people may not know. It's Anthony Galati. Uh, as always, Stephen Dabliaco. And what... Quick question before we begin, because uh, the listeners don't really see or hear this. I um, may leave that oh shit. I really want to leave it in. Yeah. What did you do? Because you, you have a lot of notes on your phone sometimes. I, I thought I deleted all my notes, <laughs> but I didn't. It's a false alarm. Oh, okay. False alarm. Thank it was God. like, um, okay. what's that clip? We're like, let's go. And he goes, oh shit. And we just look like, what'd you, what'd you do? It was like, do you know that clip of the lady? She's like, what the fuck was that? Yes, what, the yes. goes, what the fuck are you doing? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, who was that again? That was, uh, she was a newscaster on like Fox local news here in New York in like 2007. And why do we both know what that is right off the bat? Like, I knew what you were talking about immediately. Well, we, your brother and you had compiled a list. Well, that's right. Of Sound random effects. clips. Yes. Yeah. Of just random noises and clips and snippets Pop of things. Culture. Mm -hmm. Like one to three seconds long. Yeah. Like, it's one of them garbage was, day. That's right, yes. Garbage day. And yes. one of them... One of them was, what the fuck are you doing? So we would be in your basement listening to music, and, like, you know, a, a song would play, and then the next thing would just be... Ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -ba. <laughs> like, like, shit flying in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Who else saw the leprechaun? Country-ass fucked up town. <laughs> and it would just be a random clip yeah. like that. We would laugh, and yeah. then wasn't the next there, song I would still start. have the whole list. Wasn't there Do you? A, yeah, it's on, it's on my computer. Wasn't there all. a James Hetfield growl? Yeah. Ooh! <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. a song would play, the next thing would just be that, yeah. and then another song. <laughs> I play it every so often. Yeah? Yeah, the whole list. The whole list? Mm -hmm. Just to refresh you yourselves? Yes, I love them. Bill O'Reilly was on that. Yes. Yes, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. So many things from that list, like, you know, I hear, and it just brings me right back to your basement <laughs> out, in, like, yeah. 2007. Yeah. <laughs> so, the movie. What are the we movie. doing today? We are doing a movie that Steve loves, begged <laughs> us all to watch, called JFK. I, I, I definitely begged. I was like, <laughs> I need, I need JFK in my. I need a th almost three and a half hour movie in my life. This was your pick, wasn't it, Brain? It was like one of those things where we discussed what we should do, and mm -hmm. I was like. I was like, it, this, is, this is coming out the day after the day of the shooting. Oh. This episode. Okay. So I was like, oh, that makes a lot it makes sense. sense to do it. Mm. Yeah. November, we should know this. We're talk <laughs> 11, 11 22, 63. 63. And yeah. this episode is going to drop on the 23rd. Aha. So, oh, that's interesting. So it'll be fresh in people's minds. Yes. The anniversary of the president's death. Oh, it'll be the. It'll actually be a big round number anniversary. So what is it? Um, no, it's going to be the. Sixty-three, twenty-three. It's good. Yeah, next year. <laughs> We're a year. Oh, you're right. It's the yeah, twenty. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Maybe we should put this away We're for a year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll re-release it with special effects next year. It would have been the sixty. It's the fifty-ninth anniversary. Yeah, <laughs> which is the one President. that really matters. Right. Special. Yes. It's a special yeah. anniversary. <laughs> it's JFK, nineteen ninety-one. So, so mm. have either of you guys had you seen the movie before? I saw this when I was like. 10 years old. Okay. It's one of my dad's favorite movies. He loves this movie. But I have not seen it since, and I believe on that first viewing, I slept through most of it. It's one of your dad's favorites? <laughs> he loves this movie. Okay. I have I have thoughts about this mm -hmm. that 
Boomers love this movie. Boomers do love this movie. This is the boomer movie. Boomer movie. Is it because it resonates with them? Like it's it's close to home? I think it's because they grew up in a time period so close to this. They're children. They're children. Mm-hmm. And like hearing about this thing, this this thing that changed America. Right. It's like the 9-11 of the 60s. Exactly. So it's such a big thing for them. And this is a movie just all about it and why it happened mm-hmm. and all the mystery surrounding it. You That's know? a good point. And that's why they love it. And boomers fucking love this movie. That's why it made money. Big money. Big money. It even shouts out boomers at the end of the movie in the credits. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thank you, you know, the young and shit. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what did you think, Steve? Had you seen uh, this before? I have never seen this before. Um, you are an Oliver Stone fan, though. So I like, I believe... The main Oliver Stone that I like is Natural Born Killers. And you like Platoon, right? Yeah, I like Platoon. Fan. I think that's a good one. I did not like this as much as either of those films. I actually kind of hated it. You hated this movie. I actually texted Brian and <laughs> cursed him out because he forced me to watch this. <laughs> 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 Fucking stinks. <laughs> it doesn't stink. It's a good movie. It's a totally, totally good movie, and the, the acting is tremendous in it. The cast is insane. It's the got every every actor in the world is in the this cast movie. Yes. is crazy. When John Candy popped up, I was like, what? I was like, I was with my oh, wife. That's I was like, when you said I what? thought I was going crazy. I went yeah. to my wife. I was like, is that John Candy? <laughs> Walter Matthau? Yeah. This, the, the second I knew that this movie wasn't for me is when I saw Pesci. You don't like you Pesci? You hate Pesci? You love Pesci. What no, no, I love Pesci. About? I love Pesci. I don't like Pesci with a crazy wig and eyebrows that are poorly done. Joe Pesci may be the best part of this movie. He's Along phenomenal. with Tommy Lee Jones. They, they're yes. phenomenal. <laughs> they're, they are amazing, but Pesci looks like a clown. Yes, he's supposed to. Yes, he's yes. Like a but crazy if you, guy. If you you're supposed the, to know it's a wig. Yes, yeah. but if you see the picture of the guy, it's not that. I actually think the faces are kind of similar. I'll tell you, the um, eyebrows are so thick and, and fake looking, it makes no sense. Like, it looks stupid. This afternoon, I watched some footage of some of the real guys, and Tommy Lee Jones' performance is perfect. Well, he Tom, looks like Tommy a guy. Tommy Lee Jones is a, you know, he's, he's amazing. Actor, he, yeah. he got his mannerisms down. You know who else is perfect? Fucking John Candy. John Candy's really? very good. Yes. Yes. He mastered this guy. Okay. See, yeah. I didn't look at footage of the real people. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, because I looked into like a little bit about the filming and stuff, Tommy Lee Jones, like a bunch of the people met with Mr. Garrison, mm-hmm. played by Kevin Costner, and he spoke to them about GM. the real people. I'm sure he did, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, this is his book. It's based on his book and another book mm-hmm. combined into one thing. Right. Yeah. Because there's not really a narrative. Right. And Oliver Stone, when he was making this, was really like, I don't want to focus on the life of... Garrison, mm-hmm. I want to focus on JFK. Right. He really wanted to do a documentary. You can tell. Yeah. But of he had to disguise it as a narrative. Mm-hmm. And I think he did a good enough job to keep it compelling. Yes. Did you like this movie? What's important in the movie are like the theories and facts. Yes. And such, not the narrative. Well, that that's no. my AKA. What is it? That's JFK AKA Exposition Express. There is a lot of exposition. It the whole movie's exposition. <laughs> That's the movie. That's, that's, the, that's movie. the point. Yes, I know, but that's the movie. You're watching a detective's investigation, basically. That's what it is. Mm. Yeah, but there's there's times, which we'll get into, that I feel like they could have just showed something without having to go in-depth of the explanation because t- too many details sometimes actually takes away from the movie. You can't follow it. 
It's very difficult to follow. Yeah. yeah. You can walk away for you a can minute. Wa- you come you back have to you watch this several times to get everything. Like, we're going to talk about this right now. It's going to be surface-level conversation. Oh, yeah, None of us sure. know enough you know, about this. You know, what, you know what the other thing is, though, right? We are a generation. We're two generations removed yes. from the actual event. Mm-hmm. So the people that give a fuck about this in a big way, they know all this shit. Yeah. This is like what they're all about. It's so important to them. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, it's almost like buffs. There's JFK assassination buffs. Yes. You know, there's, listen, here's what's important about this movie. It's not the movie. It is the the spirit and themes of this movie have aged like a fine wine. Yes. That's why it's great. That's why it's important. That's why it's it's great. The end speech um, from Kevin Costner where he looks at the he fucking audience. The he but he breaks the fourth wall. Right. Spikes the lens and looks at the audience yes. and is like, "You must do something about this." Mm-hmm. And the movie was so successful something was done about it. Yes. I think what obviously when the movie came out, when the events depicted in the movie happened in 63. Yes. If you if I made a statement in 1963 and said the American government does shady things that are not in the best interest of its own people. The bulk, the vast majority of Americans, I'd say upwards of 90% would go, that's crazy talk, you're an asshole. That continues to this day. No, it does not. Yes, it does. No, it's not. If I said that now, I'm going to say at least 85% of people would be like, yes, of course, that's true. It depends which party's in office. Well, I think left or right, you know, Democrat, Republican, whatever, everyone would agree with that, that there are institutions in this country that are not interested in the best, you know, interests of the, of the American people and, and do covert shady things. I agree with you, but I'm really more thinking of anti-war shit. And any time people are anti-war, people like there's a certain sect of people that really hate them and despise them. Yeah, like but it's, it's not just war. It's not just war. No, like I know what you're talking about. You're talking about like the CIA. I'm talking shit. about just the notion. I want on the record, by the way, everyone on this podcast, we love the CIA. Oh, I love it. Love We're it. big oh, fans. Yeah, yeah. One of the best institutions I ever love created. The CIA. Keep doing what you're doing, I guys. Love the love FBI, them. IRS. I want to work for you. I love you so much. <laughs> um, I love the alphabet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any alphabet. You give me great. a. a Give me a letter. Letters, I'm in. I I never met a letter I didn't like. (laughs) Um, Some people call him the postman. He loves the letters so much. (laughs) (laughs) Some people don't like the TSA waiting Um, those lines at the airport. I love it. I love it. I go to the airport to wait in those lines just to look at those agents and be like, "You, uh, yes." More of you. I need more of you. When I get so, audited, I always give my auditor an extra fifty, and oh, I go, "This is for the work you did." Gotta, yeah. You say thank little something, you. little something for you. Yeah. In fact, I'll give an extra fifty to the government. Yeah, I, take I, the wife out. Have, here's have a nice dinner <laughs> on me. <laughs> <laughs> on the American taxpayer. But yeah, like I was saying, I, I think most Americans would agree that sometimes things aren't always <laughs> on the up and up. Sometimes. Right? It's a that is a that's not, an easy it, thing to that's, say. It, it sounds like an inflammatory thing, but I think it's so accepted it's not. You know? And I think a lot of the reason, at least in the modern times, that that is somewhat acceptable thing to say is because of this movie. 
and the impact of or it. Because just, not, maybe not the movie, but just the situation. Well, the, situ- the situations. <laughs> not the movie. I don't think the but movie But the, really, the yeah. movie did a lot to amplify that way of thinking. It brings it to the mainstream. Look, guys that never would have thought twice about the Kennedy assassination looked into it and read tons of books about it uh-huh. because of this movie. Okay. You know? Yeah, they that makes sense. hours and hours of documents right. and, you yes. know. And then got into other things. Right. You know, whether they be... The Oklahoma City bombing, or fucking 9/11, Philadelphia fucking or every, missiles at their citizens. Every incident that has happened in the last 50, 60 years has been, you know, pawed over by people. Yeah, you know, makes sense. And people will call them conspiracy theorists or all this shit. Yeah, and maybe they are, but they are looking into things. I saw a a really good bit on the internet about conspiracy theories where they said like. I don't trust anybody that doesn't believe in a one conspiracy theory because that's such a strong stance to take. And he's just like, you think the government's just batting a thousand? Like, he goes, I have one son, and I lie to him all the time. <laughs> the government's in control of 300 million people. You think they don't lie once? Right. Like, there, some conspiracies are based on fact, and this is kind of, I guess, well, as you said, it, this movie brought that to light. Yes. More so than, you know, anything else, any other media at the time. I think so. Right, and there is real world impl- um, ramifications of the film. Yes, you know, like we were, you mm-hmm. were about to say it. So go ahead. So after this movie is done, it creates such like an obsession and a demand where people demand the government to see hidden files about this, and the government released tons and tons of files. Big impact after the movie in 2017. Well, it throughout they did it in the 90s too. They mm-hmm. like and they had it. They passed. They declassified. They declassified stuff. stuff. They have the John F. Kennedy Act where they're going to declassify things after a certain amount of time. And then when Donald Trump was president, he had the ability to declassify everything, and he declassified most stuff. There's still some stuff mm-hmm. that is not declassified, and I believe 2030 that all comes to light. Okay. But I'm not sure. Yeah, 2030. So, they, they, I think they said it actually in the end of the movie. We're getting there. We're getting there, which I'm ex- look, I'm sure I honestly don't think anything's going to come from no, it. Nothing's gonna come Anything from important it. got shredded, but <laughs> I would I would love to, you know, see. And then look, I'm not going to read it. So any are of you this. willing to take a, a stand just from your last statement it sounds like you are a guy who thinks their official story isn't on the up and up. No. I was actually going to ask everybody what their thoughts are on how it happened, and I will tell you my personal belief. Mm -hmm. My personal belief is that this was not an official CIA operation. I believe that... There's a rogue element? I believe you had rogue communist elements of people inside the American government at that time, including places like the CIA, and those people acted with Lee Harvey Oswald, who was an ardent communist, in order to put out the hit on Kennedy. And the reason this was kept from the American public was because they knew that it would be such a giant win for the communists that they took out an American president, and the blood demand for the American public would be insatiable, and you would have to do something warlike. And I believe that's the reason it was hit, kept hidden. So you think uh, Lee Harvey Oswald did, in fact, shoot the president? He shot him. At least he was one From of the book them. One of them. He, At I, least he was one of them. There were other shooters, mm-hmm. and he definitely took the fall, but I believe it wasn't like an official government I don't think thing. he got the kill shot. 
I don't know. I think he he was the sh- so he didn't act alone. No, but no. I don't think this was like Lyndon Johnson behind it. You know, which the movie kind of no, leads you stupid. to believe. Mm-hmm. That's my personal theory. My theory kind of coincides with yours. What do you think of my theory? I don't see why communists would kill him. He, the man was known I have to be a, soft uh, on communists. I have he a was, good theory. Well, too. he was a he was a cold. He was a cold warrior. He was a little soft on commies, but. At the same time that all that Cuba shit was happening, Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't. Yeah, but uh, I mean, do you want to get into the Bay of Pigs? Well, we'll get it. Well, when we start the movie. Okay, I'll um, say one thing. Before I, you I look think at the this, movie's uh, narrative is far more believable than that. Okay, That's I'll fine. say one thing that that I think is overlooked: the competence of the CIA. <laughs> do you think they're incompetent? No, I think that. In order for the average person to see the fallacies behind this, it requires a lot of incompetence in planning. It's too it, like the narrative that was put out was clearly had a lot of holes in it because they couldn't figure out, like you said, the, the exact plan. So they went with whatever was the easiest to say. Because I think if you have real CIA members trying to kill someone and make it look like one person did it, there's a lot easier ways. The CIA, you know what I mean? Like they wouldn't have got caught without a doubt. <laughs> did regime change shit in other places? In other places, of course. Yes. Yeah. Successfully, without getting caught, they killed Noam Dim Diep. We all know that, but without getting caught. But we know if we know about it, doesn't I, I listen? I don't know the details about how. Well, once stuff gets declassified, that story and, got out yeah. and everything. But I, I, I think these people do jobs and they know how to do these jobs and whether whether or not they did it or not, you know, we're not going to f- decide at this fucking table. Yeah, yeah. But I Look, think it's possible. Peep, so you you are more of the side that the movie. I think the movie is probably probably right. close to some level of accuracy. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. Look, no one no one here fucking knows. Yeah. So oh, we'll get into the, like we'll we'll talk about the inconsistencies. It's obviously, yeah, we'll an inflammatory movie. It's it's essentially calling the uh, various agencies of the government to be Correct. in control, and the American people have no will, yes. have to have no say in their own government. Which Kevin Costner, you know, warns us about at the end. Right. Yeah. Brian handed me his notebook, and I have his doodle here. He did. And <laughs> we have. <laughs> I, I recognize. I recognize a car. It looks okay. like the Pope okay. Mobile. <laughs> Almost Flintstones like. Yeah. In its. Uh, Design the car. There is a man in the back seat. I'm going to assume that is John F. Kennedy. It is. There is in front of him a ladder, which has another man standing at the top of it, like almost in a treehouse type situation, like a platform. Oh, no, no, the car is actually going the other direction. Oh, he's behind them. He's behind them. Okay. And the man has a megaphone. And he is shouting energy <laughs> out of the megaphone. And a, a looks like a sparrow is heading <laughs> towards the president. Some sort of bird, some sort of small bird has come out of the megaphone and has come and is going to get him. Right? All right, I'll take a look. I'll take a look. <laughs> you think that's a megaphone? That's not a megaphone? No, no. That's the, the gun blast. That's so, a megaphone. This could also be, this could also be argued that it is a person holding a megaphone shouting it could be argued that it's a mythical figure with a bow tie it, 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 
And it, it definitely could be goggles or glasses of some sort. <laughs> you know, like it definitely. Yeah, the car could be. I, I, I know what he's going for. Uh -huh. You could tell based on. But if you didn't tell me like what the movie was, if I didn't know and it was like, what is this? That, those would be my guesses. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess let's get into the film, right? All right. It begins with Eisenhower's. Oh, by the way, I should just say I, I watched the director's cut. Okay. So I don't know if I saw like different things you guys did. You saw a different thing. Yeah, you watched. My a movie movies. started with Eisenhower's farewell speech about the military-industrial complex. Was there also yes, a that's a, in ours. a, uh, a clip of Ella Wheeler Wheelcox's poem? Yes. And she, do you know what? Do you know what poem she wrote? No. Solitude. What solitude? Do you remember uh, Old Boy? Laugh in the world laughs with yeah. you. Weep and you weep alone. Yeah, it's that that poem. When you're laughing. When you're smiling. When you're no, smiling. It is different. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a great poem. <laughs> yeah, so we get a bunch of like old speeches and archival footage, mm -hmm. kind of just showing where we're at. Yes, the sixties. Yeah. It's the terrible, it's, terrible sixties. It's setting everything up. And we find out that John Williams did the score. Oh, did, did he? Yep. <laughs> the music's completely irrelevant. I think it works. This this might be one of the worst, like Audios I've probably ever heard in a film. No, there's dude. Are you dramatic music me? where it doesn't belong? Yeah, I, I did. It's too loud. I did actually notice the music at yeah. one point, and it's like this doesn't fit. It's so loud that sometimes you can't hear what they're saying. Oh, I didn't have that experience at all. You liked the soundtrack. I thought the music was really? pretty good and pretty swelling. And we find out the DP is Robert Richardson, one of the best. Is he? Yeah, yeah. he actually won an Oscar for this, I believe. And yes, I, it did win for best um, cinematography. Yes, and best editing. And best editing. Yep. Wow. It was nominated for best picture, best director, best actor in a supporting role. <sighs> what won ninety one? Wow. Ninety one. Well, this actually would have been ninety two. Oh, this came out. Is in that 91. Pulp Fiction? Ninety one is Dances with Wolves. This uh, is the year. Cost. The year of cost. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Dances with Wolves is a better movie though. Oh, totally. So. Can't stop the cost. This lost to Silence of the Lambs. No, that was ninety five. No, I'm telling you, I'm looking right now. All right, if you say so. <laughs> I ain't gonna fucking dispute you. Yeah. <laughs> Can go Operation Mongoose on me. This um, is why we don't have like presidential parade stuff anymore, right? Because I feel like if we did, we would have lost a lot more. They still do presidential parades. Uh, they like just don't go in convertibles. <laughs> when was the last time we had a president that people actually like wanted to go see? Right. Like, I feel like more would die if they did this. Maybe Trump. Uh, maybe Reagan. Uh, Come on, man. People, people liked Bill, too. And, oh, Barack. Oh, yeah. They go into stadiums, but I mean, they, they don't being... drive around, like, waving out their car. They go in the, the like, the limo that's, like... I know every time the president comes to comes to New York, Manhattan is just in lockdown, and you can't get anywhere near exactly. yeah. where well, they are. That's just a necessity, I think, after, you after know, 9-11 <laughs> and things like this. Uh -huh. yeah. I, this is when Joe was the vice president. He walked past me. On, did he sniff you? He did not sniff <laughs> me. But, like, the place I was at went into fucking lockdown. And, like, Secret Service dudes just, like, shoved me. And, like, you can't move. You need to stand here until he passes. And I was got stuck there for, like, ten minutes. Did I ever tell you when I met Bill Clinton? Go ahead. So. Were you working in his office and... <laughs> I, I, was an intern. I was an intern. 
This was 1996. I was nine years old. Just looking to I was wearing move a up in politics. Green dress that was too big for me, and I spilled milk all over myself, all over me and my clothes. No, so the way I met him was, I was actually a child actor. Not many people know this, and. When I That's was, why he's so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was child acting, I got uh, a gig to go work on this island. Of and, Dr. Moreau? And, no, and shoot pictures. <laughs> With Epstein. Oh. <laughs> so I went to this Epstein, and I starred in some movies, mm. and the president was in them. Ah. No. no. Ah. The, so the way I really met him was... My father was a big, big Democrat. Like, any time a Democrat was campaigning on Staten Island, my father was working for them. So, you know, I... But he'd, like, volunteer? He would volunteer to work in their offices and shit. And, like, he would help them out. He's that guy. Yeah, and, like, he would... And he would make me go to, like, rallies with him and hold signs up, and I'm a kid. Oh, my God. And, like, I had to go to all these rallies. And there was one we went to in 96... And Bill Clinton came. Was that the election year? Like against Bob Dole? Was that 96? Maybe it was 97. He, he, was, he was president whenever it was. Mm-hmm. And I remember he went and he was walking by and he's like, hey, how you doing? He's shaking hands and stuff. And I stick Here my hand out. Young cherub like Brian. Yeah. Did he pick you up and kiss you on the cheek? Yeah. <laughs> he's Thank like, you. He's like, oh, sweet little baby. Have you met my daughter Chelsea? <laughs> How would you like to get into the family? She's no. much older than you, Brian. Yeah, I know. You would have been, you would have been like Anakin and Padme. <laughs> it worked for them. <laughs> you will try. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> He turned her against me! He's yelling at Beaver. <laughs> no, Brian! <laughs> you done that to yourself! <laughs> you were the chosen one! <laughs> no, so... So he's just going by, and I shook his hand, and I was very excited to meet the president. Of I was course! Jumping up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have any of you guys met a prez? No. No? no. How close were you to Joe? He was. He walked by. He was about twenty feet away. Okay, so you've been in the same room with a president. Yes, that's cool. Uh, he was the vice, though, at the time. But still, you know, it's still cool to say you've encountered a president. Mm-hmm. There's only forty six. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think. Good. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've I've never met a president of the United States, but I've met presidents of other countries. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you mean? Like African presidents that would stop by the oh. stock exchange and shit. So you, you might as well have met a fucking yeah. <laughs> guy on the side. It was like coming to America president style. Like you, <laughs> they walk to the office, they look around confused and like walk What out. is this velvet? <laughs> <laughs> Ask you questions in like an accent. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so the movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's three shots and JFK is dead. Which, uh, going into this, I never saw it before. I didn't know much about it, and I assumed it was about JFK's life up to the assassination, so when that happened, I was just like... Oh, you like, didn't know what no, this movie was? No, I didn't was? know what the movie was really about. And I was very confused, and I'm like, oh, wait, this is not about his life. Oh, uh, so <laughs> Did you think he was going to get PT-109? I just thought it was about his life, and then leading up to it and why it might have happened, Steve I'm like, oh, yeah. Steve thought the movie's going to end where he's going to be like, 
It's a good day, Jackie. I'm excited for this parade. Let's get in the car. Let's go to Dallas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, wow, the no. Way, the movie ends with them getting in the car. I Chuck, we're approaching Dealey Plaza. I probably would have oh, liked boy. it better. I heard it's beautiful here. I can't wait to see the lights and, and then the like, displays. He gets killed and then Costa's in a bar. Oh, I'm ashamed to be an American. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Like, why is guys, Costner here? You guys know about PT-109? It's a very cool story. That's when Kennedy was in the Navy, I believe, right? He was. From what I understand, he before he was in World War II, he was actually in naval intelligence. He was he joined the Navy at World War II, the Japanese, you know, going crazy. <laughs> so he got put on this thing called PT-109. These PT boats are like raiding vessels. So you had like a team of guys, and they'd go and they'd attack like supply uh, ships and stuff like that, and raid them, shanty town villages and stuff, and just and burn them down. No, no, no. This is on the sea. He's a naval oh, it's on man. The sea. Okay. It's on the sea, and a Japanese torpedo boat kind of got them in his sights and split his ship in half. And he's got a cr- the, the crews are small; they're only like a couple of guys. And still scary. He was the captain, and he managed to while in the water swim around, gather up like a bunch of his crewmen, save them, save their lives, and like hang out on the wreckage. And as it went down, he realized that the closest, like the only hope of salvation was an island that was about three miles away. So there was a guy who was wounded, couldn't swim, and he's wearing a life vest. And he takes the the guy was fucked. He was going to die. He takes the guy's life vest, cuts like a rope that was on it off, puts it in his teeth, and swims all the way to this island with the guys. And he saves everybody. And they hang out on this island for like a week before they're, like, they're stranded on a desert island for a week until they finally got rescued. But guy's a fucking war hero. That's yeah. heroic. And that's yeah. what ended up, like that whole experience is what ended up permanently fucking up his back. Yeah, like He wore a I've back heard that. brace his whole life. Yeah. So I would have liked to back. see that. There's a movie, PT-109. Uh, oh, there is? Yes. Yeah, we, why yeah. didn't you pick that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about how he died. Yeah. And Steve was like, no, let's oh, talk about that. how he lived. <laughs> I'm the last samurai. <laughs> <laughs> this island. It could really use someone like Mimi Beardsley. (laughs) Who the fuck is that? (laughs) Eventually, people will know. Mimi Beardsley. What a class act. (laughs) Take care of my little brother. (laughs) You want to talk about Mimi Beardsley? (laughs) Not really. They can look it up if they want to. (laughs) That's one for the real, that's a deep cut for the history, folks. So Costner, like you said, he goes down to the office, to the bar. Everyone's watching the events on TV. Mm -hmm. There's a racist 60s man. You got mixed reviews about the the situation. Some people are happy. Some people are really sad. Yes. And Costner is just upset that he's American at this point. And I said, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, please. Oh, please. He's not upset to be American at that point. I mean, this is a traumatic event, Steve. I don't know if you know this. It is, but I, I feel like... In in a position, he he was a governor or attorney he general. He was the d- district attorney district of attorney. New Orleans. Yeah, he still got a cush, good job for America. He still got America by his side, kind of like. I feel like that's not like a, I don't know. Someone assassinated the president, and keep yeah. in mind a beloved president, and too. also yeah. This is what I was talking about before. Steve could give a fuck. 
Yeah. Right? Yes. Because yeah. that is the mentality of the average American. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, we've lost it all. We've lost all of the mystery. You know, not that's yeah, the wrong kind word. Of, no. But like the the passion, passion, national pride. Like you see the elites as like pieces of shit that don't care about you and you don't care about them. Well, not all of them. Um, Just the ones I disagree with. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. no. I, I think you're you're reading into that. Look, maybe I said it incorrectly, look, but I feel like somebody in a position like that isn't like your first idea isn't. Wow, I'm really sad. But I'm. An, I. What did he actually say? He said, "Uh, I'm ashamed to be an American today." And you don't know who killed the person, even though people are happy whether he's dead or not. I don't feel like that's that's a line that is believable. Mm -hmm. Like, at, what made you feel ashamed? You know nothing about what just happened. Yeah, it's tragedy, but why? You, are you know, ashamed? the president was shot. Yeah, but like that's. I feel like right at the beginning, I was like, yeah, that that's not really Let's believable. Let's compare to me. it to more m modern shit. I think it's safe to say that most of the people listening either had a love affair with the last president or the one before him. Yes. You know? And if one or the other got killed, chances are if you didn't like, if you were the guy who liked the other one, you really don't care that this one got killed. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Right? The country yeah. is so different now where JFK dies, and let's say 90% of the country is upset that the president is dead. Mm -hmm. Whether, they, Whether liked they liked him or, or not. not. You had you always are going to have a subsect of people that hate him and stuff. And this is the whole thing. But it's now, the loss of but now we have people where I don't care if the president gets shot as long as it's the president I agree with. Exactly. If it's the other guy, sure. fuck him. Sure, that, and that's that the new American mentality. But that's not why I, I think he like th that's not why I said like I, this is not a believable thing. It's just. You don't immediately go to, I'm ashamed at America because this happened. Because America killed him. I, but I think the first reaction somebody in his his position, he's a district attorney, would be like, oh my God, I, ha I have to get back and figure out what just happened. Which is immediately what he does. Which he does, but he sits there ashamed at the people around him, and it's like, it's what are not you ashamed at the people of? It's, him. It was he's ashamed that the society killed this man. Uh, maybe I read into it wrong. Then? And even if, even if, let's know. say it was a foreign agent, because it's still not known at the time. Yeah, it's the fact that they were able to get to the president. Yes. the most powerful man in the country was taken down. Mm -hmm. I could understand someone feeling that way after nine eleven that our securities and everything yes. failed and caused this to happen. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with that. Like I felt. Feel well, that shame. was that was very quickly and um, identified who did it. Yes. It's hard to find similarity between the JFK assassination and, and another event in our lifetime. No, it's not. Which one? 9-11. just did it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that was clear. Like, nobody sitting there in America was like, they deserved it. Not really. Like, really? Do you really think that existed in 9-11? I feel like that was a yes, universal yes. thing where people... Not in America, people were like, thank yes. God, yes. thousands of people Almost immediately, there were other, there were certain groups of people that were like, we deserve, we did this to ourselves, you know? It's like, it's maybe. blowback, yes. Right. Maybe. You that know, shit, that there's happened. opinions all over the place with all of these types of events. So, all right, if we could use that. I think I, there was a much more uniform idealism of the 1960s, of the early 1960s yes. anyway. You're coming off the 50s. Right. And you think people like at higher positions would have been like, I feel ashamed right now. Like, I feel like that wasn't the in immediate reaction. I just don't believe it. That's me. I, you know, we can move on, but I, I, I feel mean, like ashamed is not the correct feeling that he would have had. 
Yeah, shame is what you feel after you watch dirty porn yeah. in the bathroom yeah, while your exactly. wife's asleep. Exactly. <laughs> Good point. Oh, the trannies, I can't quit you. <laughs> uh, I'm coming, babe. <laughs> oh, I'm so ashamed of myself. <laughs> And this was a weird route. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I Look, I had to throw a joke in. <laughs> we were talking about 9-11. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we needed a joke. I had to, I had to pull the emergency cord. I like trannies. Trannies, yeah. <laughs> Where does the movie go? Oh, uh, they, they arrest Joe Pesci. Well, before that. Before that. Oh, Jack Lemmon gets before beat that, up. There's a weird W. Situation. Guy Bannister, Ed Asner. Mm-hmm. Is an FBI agent and he beats Jack Lemon. He's not an FBI agent. He yeah, was like a, he was. Well, he's a private eye. He yeah. was an ex FBI yeah, right. agent. Yeah. You going through my files? Yes, he's drunk. Give me the leads. <laughs> yeah, give me the Glenn Gary leads. <laughs> Jack Lemon just <laughs> eating mints or whatever. Every time I go on Ant's computer when he's not looking and he sees me, that's what he says to me. It beats me up. That's right. <laughs> What's your name? You're going through my files. Fuck you. Ooh, that's, that's my, my name. name. <laughs> 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 Jack Lemon is so great. Some, He's a great actor. As yeah. somebody who's so out of touch with these events, I I was very confused at what was happening at this point. This is weird. The guy <laughs> like, Bannister stuff is a little confusing. This movie was very very weird to go this way this quick. The well, he was in on it, you know. Ed yeah, Asner. it made sense yeah. later. Yeah. Ed Asner was was part of training like militias, Cuban militias. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Jack Lemon was kind of just there hanging out. And then Jack Lemon is the guy who eventually reveals things to things Costner. To Costner yeah. Right. But we don't understand any of that at the yeah, moment. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. So then we get an Oswald press conference where he's talking about... He's a patsy. He's Gary a patsy. Oldman. Gary Oldman. I didn't realize it was him at well, first. Well, he's the chameleon of Hollywood, right? Yeah, he's <laughs> such a Disappears into every role. <laughs> you know he was Zork. Yeah. <laughs> I should I should have known it was him when they asked him... Who put you up to this? And he said, everyone. I don't know what that is. Good one. Yeah, you know, that was good, right? Yeah. What was that? The professional. Yeah. Oh. He screams that. It's like an iconic Gary Oldman thing. I never saw that movie. Kill everyone. You never saw The Professional? I don't even know what it's about. It's really good. What is it? It's Luke Besson. Oh. Yeah. And That's the fifth element. Your favorite French actor. Jean Reno? Jean Reno. Ooh. <laughs> He's an assassin. Oh, Leon. Leon the professional. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen it, right? No. Okay. Oh, you're I know the movie. Okay. Watch yeah, watch it. It's really good. So we, uh, do we have this weird scene. So we're introduced to Newman. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wayne Knight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Nedry. It's a cast. It's <laughs> yeah. a fucking right? cast. Michael Rucker. Yes. <laughs> Just yeah. Young Michael Young, Rucker. Yeah, young so Yondu. He's saying, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Is this when Aunt Jackie shows up, too, from Roseanne? She shows up later. A little <laughs> bit later, but right now we get Costner smoking a pipe with no smoke, which they fixed later on because they realized he kept smoking it with no smoke. Really? I swear. I thought <laughs> it. Because like, every scene, you see him puffing and nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of scenes later, he puffs and you finally see the smoke. I'm like, they fixed it. They fixed it mid-shoot. <laughs> Before we get any further, yes, I want you to know. That on the way here, Steve was telling me he doesn't like Kevin Costner. Uh, this movie made me realize that I'm not that big of a Costner fan. Yeah. You're off the show. I want to, like, break his knees Yeah, you now. can. We... I think I made a good... He, you agreed with my argument. No, you said he plays one character, and it's Kevin Costner. And I said, yes, and it's the best character ever. 
I, I hate, love Cost. I hate Clint Eastwood. He's always stoic and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Costner's not stoic and awesome all the time. He's just he's there. He's just there. Look, he does a bad accent in this, but who yes. cares? He's being he's Costner. Right. He's a presence. Listen, like, he is a presence. You got Costner's, then you got like a Daniel Day Lewis. Look, Cost- Costner's just not there. Costner had the there. good sense. He's like, I'm doing Robin Hood. I ain't even gonna try to do a British accent because I'm gonna humiliate myself. Beautiful. This Robin Hood, <laughs> he's American. That's right. Which you makes know, him the best Robin as Hood. You're, <laughs> as you're going through, you're just reiterating my point. The two of you. He just he's plays awesome. the same person. He's it's like I can't I don't even know if I can consider it acting. It's just him. Do you remember when Robin Hood <laughs> raided the liquor distillery in the post office? Yes. Do you remember? <laughs> In the untouchable. Yes. Do you remember when Elliot Ness went out west and met all those Indians and hung out with them and became like an Indian? That was awesome. Do you remember when Garrison swam through the oceans after it overflooded the earth? Yes. What about when the mutant waterman built a baseball diamond in the middle of his cornfield? What about when the baseball farmer lived in a post-apocalyptic hell space and rebuilt the United States through the mail service? With Tom Petty. Get the fuck out of here if you don't like Costner. I will tell you a funny thing about Costner. Because when me and Aunt were younger and we would hang out and watch Costner movies... We would always order Chinese food for That's some right. reason. That's absolutely right. And I have a Pavlovian thing now <laughs> where whenever I watch Costner shit, I need Chinese food. Did you, uh, did you order some Chinese yes. food? Yes. <laughs> Your orders were just as diverse as his characters. <laughs> That's why you order Chinese food every time. You're like, oh, that, I recognize that guy. Kind of want Chinese food again because it's the same guy every time. <laughs> He's awesome. Listen, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like he's the worst thing ever, and I hate him. But I just, I'm not the. You ever see Wyatt I'm not Earp? as big of a fan as I thought I was. That's all. I like Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp's good. And maybe it's just this movie. <laughs> I don't know. So then we find out that Lee Harvey Oswald is shot, and yeah. there's the JFK funeral by the Jack Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> and then the office, they go, "This is crazy." Funniest <laughs> Simpsons joke ever. <laughs> They, Marge and Homer decide they're going to solve the Kennedy assassination, and there's like a montage of them like going into like documents and stuff. <laughs> and then Homer just pipes up and he goes, I understand now. He was trying to steal the Jack Ruby. <laughs> and, and then Marge goes, Jack Ruby was a man, not a jewel. <laughs> That is funny. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I wish I could remember what happened. I don't know when it was. I think it was in the 2000s when everybody hated the show. So <laughs> during COVID, I watched every single Simpsons episode. Why? <laughs> it was COVID. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch every single one. Okay. How many are there? Right now, yeah. I, there's like almost 800. <laughs> So each episode's like what twenty minutes? Twenty two minutes. Twenty. How many hours did you watch The Simpsons? Constantly. My wife. You can't get those minutes back. I cherished every one. <laughs> Even the later seasons, they get a bad rap because they're not as good as when it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It's still totally fine. 
It's a totally wow. fine show. Did you like the Lady Gaga episode? Nah, that that one wasn't that great. <laughs> the new the the one that came out like this past week I really liked. Oh yeah? They did a full You're still, still watching. You're still watching. I'm currently watching. I'm back. Simpsons got me back. I thought they would have been canceled years ago. They'll yeah. never be canceled. In fact, when the current cast retires, I want them to keep going with new actors. I want the Simpsons to just forever. play forever, yeah. They can't be they can't have that much viewership right now, right? The ratings are still good. Are they? Yeah. It's I mean, all, good enough to keep going, I guess. It's all guys in their 40s. And, Bri- and Brian. <laughs> and Brian. <laughs> guys, I'm almost in my 40s. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so uh, I believe we get uh, Pesci. Yup, it's Pesci time. Which is one of the main reasons I disliked this movie. What the fuck I don't is know wrong? He looks ridiculous. He's the best part of the movie. He looks so stupid. He's a good actor. He's in supposed it. to look stupid. But it's overly stupid. Yeah, we went hunt. We went goose hunting. His wig is like <laughs> close to his eyebrows. That's the point. I know it's the point, but Let it looks so dumb. You didn't know he was in the movie before you turned it on. No. Right? So when he came on screen, you didn't just go, "Oh fuck, it's Pesci. This is awesome." What did I write? Oh my god, Pesci! Laughing my ass off. The makeup. The wig. I, you weren't happy I about this? I would have just well, rather had apparently, Pesci. Apparently you don't know why he's wearing the wig. A year earlier, he tried to break into the McAllister house, <laughs> and he had his head lit on fire, you fucking idiot. Yeah, really? <laughs> he's wearing a wig. Be more sensitive to Joe I'm Pesci. a layman. <laughs> he just looked insane. He also killed Spider. Remember when he did a, a handstand and, able, and lowered his, his slowly, his flaming head into the toilet bowl? Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> What an amazing athletic performance. <laughs> <laughs> he does like back handsprings and yeah. shit. <laughs> well, um, What's that sound? It's the sound of a tool chest falling, falling down, down the stairs. So they interrogate Pesci a little bit. Yes. And he's following Goodfellas rules. Nah, I ain't seen nothing. I never mm-hmm. saw no Lee Harvey Oswald. Right. Story doesn't make sense. He went goose hunting in Houston. <laughs> I don't think your story adds up. So simply not believable. Great, he says. (laughs) Great. (laughs) So in this scene, there's a lot of split level lighting, which I've mentioned before in Gladiator. Yes. Yes. Did you guys notice it when you were watching it? No. So split level lighting for listeners that don't know. Go to the back catalog, you lazy bones. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) No, real quick. It's when half a character's face is in shadow and the other half is visible, it's used to uh, to depict deceivious or duplicitous characters, characters with ulterior motives. Characters that have words made up about them, like deceivious. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Look, you may not have noticed it, but your brain did, to quote Red Letter Media. <laughs> I didn't notice it because I was just too focused on the eyebrows. Oh, look, you were happy to see Pesci. I don't care. I was happy to see him. Yeah, all right, good. He made the movie better. He did. He did. He makes every movie better. Just uh, so bad makeup. We see uh, the the boy pants salute, the classic thing of ah yes, John 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 John. Yes. What happened to those? Why'd they go out of style? The boy shorts like that. He looks like he's wearing a skirt, doesn't it? Yeah. Why did that go out of style? When did some horrendous? But it existed for like sixty years. Really? Yeah, like that was a thing in the early 1900s too. What made that go away? 
Like, our parents never would have put us in that. I can't think of anyone other than John John wearing those, to be honest with you. It's, it was a popular fashion. Like if you I'm sure it, it was, yeah. I, I just don't know enough about it. <laughs> I can't really comment on this. Okay. Don't speculate. <laughs> Cost of fabrics, whatever. Like, I can't believe he just looked at me like, and seriously asked it. me, like, why did this random child fashion from the 60s go out of style? Why and don't you know me about to know that? It. Why don't you know about 60s <laughs> You're the expert. <laughs> but you're an expert, Mark. <laughs> So, uh, Ferry is released, and it's three years later. Yes. And now Walter Matthau is a senator. Is a senator, and he hates Lee Harvey Oswald. He's a grumpy old man. He certainly is. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> wow, both of them are in this. Both grumpy old men? Oh, yeah. ch- oh shit. <laughs> Everyone is in this. That. Everyone is in this. Were they the odd couple also? No. It's Felix and Oscar. That's uh, Jack Klugman. Oh, Klugman. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> He's also Quincy. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, we get both grumpy old men. Mm -hmm. And Walter Matthau, he's ranting about when he had to stop a train in the Bronx. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Tell him one, two, three. And he's reminiscing about his days as as a baseball coach when he was an alcoholic. With children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he hates Lee Harvey Oswald, but the person he hates the most? Who? Dennis. He's a fucking menace. He hates that Dennis Was Walter Matthau ever young? <laughs> He's one of those people where it's like... They're always 60. Like, Wilfred Grimley was like an old man from like 1975 <laughs> until like 2020. Yeah. Like, some people are just crystallized at an age forever. Like, he was in Earthquake. No, uh, Towering Inferno. Okay. And he's like... That's like 1974 or something like yeah. that. He's already ancient. <laughs> he plays like an old drunk in it. <laughs> what scene are we at? <laughs> so Walter Matthau doubts that Lee Harvey Oswald did the shot. Right. Yes. And now he has. A, I like his line though about uh, gathering up the hundred greatest riflemen in the world and figuring out which ones were in Dallas that day. That's a good idea. It's uh, a good idea. I also liked when he gathered up all the juggalos and, and brought them to Holden Rock, together. Illinois. Uh, yes. <laughs> and they threw bags of shit at Tequila Tequila. <laughs> and they ripped that one guy's nipple off. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this this? Uh, did we pass the scene where he wakes up at like 4.30 in the morning to uh, incoherently rant about the shooting? So right now, my next line is obsessed with JFK during dinner. <laughs> yes. Where he keeps yes. bringing it up. Yeah, and they put him to bed, and he wakes up at 4.30 in the morning to rant about this. There's an interesting character scene here where he's working diligently on his JFK papers. Yes. And his son is playing in the room with him, and the mother comes in to see Spacek. And she has her dirty pillows out all over. You guys haven't seen Carrie, have you? No. (sighs) I mean... In Carrie, her mother, because she's like going through puberty, so she has breasts. Big fucking tits. (laughs) And her mother is, like, embarrassed by them. And she's like, you have your dirty pillows out. And she calls her breasts dirty pillows. I use that phrase all the time. Mm. I love it. Yeah. I thought you were just quoting Austin Powers. What? say that in Austin Powers? Yeah. Got stuck in your dirty pillows. Oh, you're right. He does. (laughs) I thought he was quoting Austin Powers. Not Carrie for years. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Until today. 
What did you think when Kevin Costner just started dumping blood on her? Like, use your powers. You can't stop this. You can't stop this. When he was messing with uh, Sissy Spacek. That didn't happen. Y'all remember that scene? I don't know. I must have missed that. I must have went to the bathroom. (laughs) All I know is that he he wakes up and it's it's he's ranting about this theory. Do you ever wake up and rant about theories? Do you ever just wake up and say birds aren't real? (laughs) Four thirty in the morning and just shake your wife and just be like, I don't think they're real. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you do that? Sometimes. Just like the kids got to get up in an hour. <laughs> so we see Lee Harvey Oswald handing out pamphlets, mm-hmm. and the office is like right by the CIA. Right. Well, this is when he's interviewing Jack Lemon. Jack right? Lemon, yeah. 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 And he's telling them all about the Cubans and how they're coming in and out of that guy's office. And Joe Pesci was running guns with them. Yeah. And I guess we should talk about the Bay of Pigs invasion. It's time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Castro. America had a shortage of bacon. And ham. And the holidays were coming up. And they were like, the Cubans got a lot. We got to invade that bay filled with pigs. Mm -hmm. And they went over and they got all the pigs. And they brought them over. Mm -hmm. And that is why we have a fine supply. If if your country called you to arms to gather pigs, would you take up arms for your country? My country needs me to get that bacon. I'm getting the pigs. I'm taking all the bacon. Like the pig war. Pig war, one of my favorites. Bay of Pigs. Bay of Pigs. You know, the last time I talked about a bay on this show was Calamita Bay. Calamine Lotion Bay. And you wouldn't let me talk about it. <laughs> I have a sinking suspicion that's about to happen It wasn't part of the plan, but it may be now. <laughs> he did the bacon bit. It was good. So I have a feeling it's going to roll real hard with that. Um, Do you think that the pigs enjoyed, like, the sun on the bay? Like, I could just imagine them all laying out, like... Hey, I'm getting a good tan. Oscar, you're looking a little dark. Meyer, you better roll over to your other side. Do you get it? The two pigs' names are I, Oscar I and it. Meyer. I got it, yes. Yeah. Yes, you're a real Hebrew national. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful saying that on mic. <laughs> that one's good. That can stay. Um, <laughs> so uh, the... The Cubans are becoming closer and closer to the Soviet Union. Castro's taken over the government, along with uh, Shea and all kinds of revolutionaries. Now, that wasn't the Amer- didn't the Americans support his coup at first? Uh, I think at one before they realized he was a communist. Yeah. Well, they had like puppet governments in there, and well, the mafia was there. The mafia was running the country. This Mo was, Green this, was there. Mo Green was there <laughs> eating He's his cake. Cocktail yeah, waitresses two at a time. Your cake, enjoy it. <laughs> Johnny Ola showed me this place. Um, <laughs> so Castro comes in, gets rid of Fredo. Look what they did to my boy. <laughs> Standing over Kennedy's body. Yeah. <laughs> and the CIA and the Americans want to do something about it. So this actually, the plan for this actually happened during the Eisenhower administration. And he approved it. And what they had done was got the sizable Cuban population in Florida. They got Cuban Pete. He's the king of the, the soft Pete. Pete. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, when he shakes his maracas, they go chick chicky boom. Chick chicky boom. That movie. Chick chicky boom. The mask. Yes. Fucking sucks. No. What? Yes. 
What? That movie. What is, when was the last time you? you watched it? Like the nineties. I hated it then. Oh God. There's no redeeming quality. I loved it as a kid. It's just Jim Carrey being loud. Yes, and it's good. Just rewatch it. I rewatched it not too long ago. Holds up. Yeah, rewatch it. You'll like it. No. (laughs) Um, They got 5,000 Cubans. They teach them how to be soldiers, teach them how to fight, how to be guerrilla warfare guys. They get bombers and aircraft from foreign countries that can't be traced back to the United States. So they want to make it. As so it's a, like we give it to Canada. Canada gives it to these guys. Yeah, then they give yeah. it to Cuba. Shit like that. Yeah. 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 Weird chains of like covering paper trails. Mm-hmm. So that and then they set them up in Nicaragua. And this is all supposed to look like random Cubans come with air power <laughs> and just land. And we don't know where they came from. And weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of weapons. So what happens is the Cube, they, they have a bombing run. And they're supposed to knock out, like, the Cuban Air Force with this bombing run, like a surprise attack. Who is? Us or the Cubans we armed? The Cubans we armed. Okay. Which, Uh, technically, is that us? Flying out of... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Flying out of Nicaragua. And somebody tips off the Cubans. And they prepare for it. So none of the Cuban Air Force is damaged. It's a complete failure. They land the guys on the bay. They're immediately intercepted by Castro's soldiers. They're under fire. And... The CIA begs Kennedy to send in the American Air Force to save them and support and and just go all out, fought, do the just military, invade, fuck do it. the military solution, take over the country. And he says, "No, I'm not going to do it." And he lets them die on the beach. Now, do you think he should have? Probably. What would Russia's reaction have been if the United States just invaded Cuba and took it over? Yeah. Whoa. Hmm. Were the bombs there at the time? Not yet. Then nothing. The reaction would have been nothing. If I the don't bombs, know. If there was Russian equipment there, there would have been a counter-assault. But because right. there wasn't, the, on a world stage, what it's, are you going to do? It's interesting because, you know, like, Korea happened already. Yes. You know, and that was allowed to go down. And Nam is happening. Not yet. Not really. Oh, no? I, I thought, thought, we it, was the, I thought it was in the start of Nam at this point. Well, the the Vietnamese issue is a thing. There's stuff happening in Vietnam. There really aren't men. There's, there's literally CSI, CIA guys. In, CSI yes. guys. They have their cool glasses. <laughs> yeah! <in> their, <laughs> they're investigating the crimes. The only Americans in Vietnam at this point are, like, CIA dudes and, like, a handful of, like, advisors and shit. It's not okay. the military. The okay. Vietnam War hasn't started yet. You know the Soviets didn't do it, didn't blow up the world when that all that stuff went on. You know Korea, yeah. Um, at the, on the same time, like the United States didn't blow up the world when the Soviets took over Hungary for. Oh, when they invaded know. Afghanistan. Well, that's later. Well, I'm saying in general. Right. So I don't know. Would it inch the world closer to nuclear war? Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Would it happen? There probably could have been a solution. They wouldn't at be that happy. Point. Yeah, if you're just gonna oust. A guy, he, it's not like they elected Castro. I mean, he took over the government with a yeah. revolution. It is a popular revolution that has the support of the Cuban people. But when has that ever stopped us before? Exactly. Yeah. And it's on our doorstep. Yeah. And how much support is real and how much is just fabricated support where it's like, I have a gun to your head, support me. True. You know? So he's not willing to commit a full scale invasion of the island of Cuba. This, of course, down the road will lead Castro flying into the arms of the Soviets. Protect me. Yes. And begging them to bring 
hardcore nuclear weapons into mm. the country. Cuban Missile Crisis. They block the United States' response is to blockade the island as the Russian ships famously approach the American blockade. Somebody blinks and they turn around and go home. The world is saved. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God. Or else none of us would be talking. So right the now. Cubans did the and next thank best thing. Thank God America and the world learned its lessons and there were never any <laughs> hostilities or threats of nuclear war again. Cubans did the next the best thing. The situation though. is so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> they installed somebody in the Canadian government. <laughs> the next best thing. If you can't get to the U.S., just go a little north. Oh, you're talking about Trudeau and his alleged <laughs> yeah. father. I, I have that in my notes. <laughs> at one point, they, they they have a line where they say they say something like, um, "Trudeau, you would." Uh, they go, "Castro, you wouldn't even recognize him without the beard." I go, "Yeah, you would. He looks just like the Prime Minister of Canada." <laughs> so we have to explain this, right? I think anyone who knows I mean, knows. Uh, yeah. Well, real quick, there's a there's a theory which. I think we Very all, good theory. I think we all personally agree <laughs> that in the 70s, uh, Trudeau's- Pierre Trudeau and his wife. And his wife went to Cuba. Nine months later, Justin Trudeau came out. And if you look at pictures of him and Fidel Castro side by side, they're, fucking they're identical. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. It's a, it's a little fishy. A little fishy. A little extra conspiracy theory coming at you. Anyway, back to the movie. Yeah. There's a lot of people pissed off that the Bay of Pigs went the way it went down. Yeah. yeah. Namely, the Cuban activist people, mm-hmm. strong anti-communist people. And I believe this is where we're introduced to Tommy Lee Jones. Not yet. That's shortly. shortly? The mafia is upset. Yeah. So this is actually where we're introduced to Tommy yeah, Lee Jones. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're introduced to Clay Bertrand, a.k.a. Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. And he's playing a homosexual man. Yeah. Have more champagne. <laughs> he's awesome. Oh, he, he's, he's hilarious. This oh is his God. best performance ever. By far. Yeah. Like, I've never seen him actually act before. What do you mean? He's what? great. Because no usually, usually he's just playing cranky Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> and a variation of that. Yeah. You know? Mm. Like, I've. this is so different. Or Two-Face. <laughs> Hey, Two-Face, show... Hey, It's quite simple, my boy. You lean back. <laughs> I forgot the line. <laughs> hey, Two-Face, show me how to suck a guy. <laughs> oh, do friend. <laughs> There's more champagne. I'm going to say that for a long but time. Like, let me way. shuffle around my chef role. <laughs> he is so different than any other role you've seen Tommy Lee Jones in. He's the best actor. He's great in, this. in it. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Who's yeah. better in this, him or John Candy? Because they're both fin- like really good in this. They're both perfect. Yeah, it's hard to tell, but I think Tommy Lee takes it. Oh yeah. Well, he got the bigger part. I was distracted yeah. in John Candy's scene because he just had giant pancakes. Yeah, Daddy O. <laughs> <laughs> His accent's crazy. Yeah. I can't. Like, I can't even. He's spot on, it. and he's doing the jive talk and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but like weird jive, like with a weird accent, Daddy O. Oh, it's crazy. So. Uh, after the John Candy scene, he gives the next lead to Garrison, where we are introduced to Kevin Bacon, <laughs> who is playing a fictional person named yes. Mr. O'Keefe. Who is it? Willie uh, O'Keefe. Willie O'Keefe. A gay prostitute. He's a gay hooker. Yeah. <laughs> and He's the amalgamation of three different people. Perry Russo is one of them, I oh, believe. Oh, he is? Right? Yes. Perry Russo. Is the main one, I thought. Would end up in real life being the star witness in the actual trial. Okay. On... Uh, What's his name? Clay Shaw. Clay Shaw. 
And Perry Russo is in the movie. Yes, he is. Yeah, the real Perry Russo. So is the real Garrison. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. He plays uh, Warren when they show, like, Warren reading the Warren report. Oh, really? Yeah, that's Garrison. <laughs> okay. His enemy, his sworn enemy. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's fun, right? Yeah. That's a fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, they talk to Kevin Bacon uh, about just the whole scenario and what's happening. They show some angry communists. Well, he tells his whole story about the party uh-huh. where they discuss how to kill the president. And you see pe- the Pesci that we actually love comes out. Little bit. He's screaming. He's screaming, angry. And, and it's like, oh, there's Pesci. Thank God. <laughs> and this is the scene when like, he looks ridiculous without a beard. Yeah. Uh-huh. They have the photos. Yeah. 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 Triangulation of fire. They're He's right. They're and right. Kevin Bacon tries to fight. What about his, ma- his mice? Joe Pesci's stupid mice. <laughs> his mice yeah, I'm trying to cure ages. cancer. <laughs> <laughs> And you know he's playing like a like a guy who's supposed to be like a genius. He speaks yeah. like multiple languages. Yeah, it's, he's trying to cure cancer. It ain't really uh, coming off like that. <laughs> oh, really? Ferry is uh, like a genius. They say it they in the say movie. it in the movie. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. But Garrison said he's one of the most important men in history. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's a stretch. <laughs> But uh, Kevin Bacon tries to fuck Kevin Costner. I don't think he... Oh, yeah, he hits on him. Yeah, he hits on him. Oh, you're a handsome man. I say that all the time. Call me. (laughs) That's... um, My father always says that. Really? Yeah, I got it from my dad. (laughs) (laughs) You're a handsome man, Mr. Garrison. (laughs) Now, I have a question for you guys. We're all South Park fans. Of course. And I'm sure this whole time we're all thinking of Mr. Garrison. Yes. I didn't think that at all. Really? Didn't, yeah, didn't pop into your head? head? No. Okay, it popped into mine. It did. Is Mr. Garrison gay <laughs> because of this movie? Because there's so much gay, so much shit, gay shit in this movie surrounding Garrison hmm. that no, they did that so. in South Park. I I didn't even think of the connection. Okay. It they, wouldn't be surprising. They did do a JFK episode with him where he's trying oh, to assassinate right. Kathy. Oh, you're right. Kathy Lee Gifford. Yeah. I, it yeah. would not be surprising at all, really. Because they they're geniuses, so to 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 bring that up even remotely, mm. they probably thought of it too. Maybe, who knows? And now we get Matt one of the greatest stashes like ever in this ever. I wrote what a stash. Paul, his name's Paul. I don't even know who you're talking about. Oh, the oh. waiter. Really? You sure? I don't remember. There's a waiter who serves waiter. them who has a long mustache. Oh yeah, <laughs> his name's Paul. Yes, and somebody <laughs> knew him as they walked in, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Costner knew him. Right, 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 right. He's like, oh, Paul, and he has a martini waiting for him. He's like, oh, thank you. You don't come around enough. <laughs> and I was just like, that stash is crazy. And they talk about the clean hobos. Yes, yes. And they talk about Oswald's defection to the USSR. Yeah, they get in deep with the whole Oswald's backstory. And he's gone. To, he's lived in the Soviet Union. And he comes back to Dallas. Yeah. Now, this is something that I wanted to talk about. The okay. U-2 spy planes that always spy on Bono? <laughs> <laughs> They're dedicated to spying. They're tr- always trying to find out what the new yeah. album is yeah, going to sound yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he has another It's a Beautiful Day in him? God, I hope so. Let's find out. <laughs> but last year I read Based a book. Based out of Joshua Tree. <laughs> Go ahead. Last year I read a book, 112263. You read? 
I read. <laughs> yes. I try to do a book a month. Really? Yeah. Did you listen to this book? I listen to the books. Okay. Do you count that as reading? I do, but most I people do. wouldn't. It it it's a weird thing. You know, I feel weird saying I listened to a book. Yeah, I don't like saying it. But I say I read it. I've definitely listened to a few books. Yes. I try to do one a month. Mm-hmm. But uh eleven twenty two sixty three, it's a Stephen King book. And in the book, this guy travels in time and his mission It's about the Lincoln assassination, right? Yeah, yeah. He's trying in sixty three. <laughs> he's waiting around, you know. <laughs> He's there with Grant. <laughs> He's a black guy. It was rough for him. <laughs> but so in eleven twenty two sixty three, this guy's trying to stop the JFK assassination. He goes and back in time. He goes back in time. And his mission is to stop JFK. And he gets to like the night. He's there in like 1959 when he starts his time. He missed. He ha- it's because of how this thing works. It's like a time portal. Okay. And he has to spend the four years uh, in the 60s waiting for the moment of the assassination. Okay. Right? He's waiting for the thing. Does he impact the future? I'm not going to spoil it, but... It's a yes. <laughs> yes and no. But anyway, he... Does, does he go to the Enchantment Under the Sea dance? <laughs> he meets uh, Lorraine. Yes, <laughs> they have the dance. Does he tell Goldie Wilson to go to night school? He's going to be somebody. You're going to be mayor. Meg. Mayor! <laughs> but while there, one of the things he does is he tries to stop Lee Harvey Oswald in his previous assassination attempt. What? Now, not many people know this, and I texted you when I was reading the book because I was shocked that this isn't common knowledge. Lee Harvey Oswald actually tried to assassinate an, uh, an American general named Edwin Walker. Edwin Walker was... I never heard this. Yeah, me neither. I texted you about it when I, I read the book. I forgot I heard this. Okay. <laughs> Edwin Walker... <laughs> Edwin Walker was an American general. He served in World War II, Korea, etc. Decorated to the highest degree, right? Mm-hmm. He is a brutal nationalist, hardcore anti-communist. Okay. And he is all about invading Cuba... Okay. He hates the communists and all this. He is in Dallas, and as we know, so is Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald goes to his house. This is on the day of the assassination? This is April 10th, 1963. So a few months earlier. A few months earlier. And basically, he's by his window in his office, and Lee Harvey Oswald shoots at him. The bullet misses. This happens in the fictional book where this is real. This happens in the book, and then I looked it up, and it's real. Okay. This happened. And Was it with the Carcano rifle? Same rifle, same bullet. The Warren Commission linked them after, and that's how they were able to figure out who shot at Edwin Walker. Wow. Edwin Walker hated Kennedy, like would hand out anti-Kennedy propaganda, mm-hmm. all this shit, right? He liked Ike? Yeah. Uh, he wanted to resign. Uh, he wanted to officially retire. When, I like Ike. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? That's a what about Mike? Confusing though, right? Because he, the guy hates Kennedy, so Oswald tries to kill the guy who hates Kennedy, even though he wants to kill Kennedy. Well, that's the thing with Kennedy, Isn't right? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. 
Kennedy is. He didn't read Sun Tzu. Didn't read Sun Tzu, yeah. <laughs> Kennedy is a lot. He's more middle of the road than a lot of people give him credit for, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't think communists like him, and hardcore anti commies didn't like him either. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't win any friends. Right. Which is, you know, why <laughs> you know, he got his head blown off. But Walker, you know, he went through all this shit afterwards. The, like, the Texas Ranger? Yeah. He became a Texas Ranger. Sick Texas Had a hell of a roundhouse kick. Right. Sick hat. <laughs> Mastered karate. Walker told me I have AIDS. Now, <laughs> he ended up losing his pension because he spoke out against Ellie Kennedy. <laughs> Oh, I know that clip. Yeah. <laughs> so Walker ended up, you know, uh, losing his pension, and he tried to, like, get a political career going, and it all failed, all this stuff. He's, a, he's an interesting guy if you look into him. But the his last, like, interesting thing is very relevant to this podcast. Really? Yeah. What did he invent? So in 1966... He was arrested for fondling and propositioning a male undercover police officer in a public restroom. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it's important to the podcast because we follow in his footsteps. <laughs> well, at least we try our best to. <laughs> That's what happened to the guy from Wham. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, fondling in male restrooms, apparently. I mean... That's what they love. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Brian, you got to go to the bathroom right now, right? Are you coming? Oh, I mean, <laughs> maybe. Well, do you want the surprise? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's Edwin Walker. Brutal, like, right-wing style guy. Who's also a secret Who's also gay? a secret homosexual and was busted. There's a lot of secret gays surrounding the Kennedy administration. There are. Isn't that interesting? Mm. So anyway, that's Edwin Walker, and I just find it interesting that Lee Harvey Oswald tried to assassinate another prominent American six months before, and nobody didn't. How did they? But well, they didn't catch him. They didn't know he did it because he fired you know, the shot and ran away. The bullet gave it away and was like, "Oh, it was him that shot it." That makes sense. Afterwards, yeah. they're able to determine it. I don't know how true this is, but I'm under the impression that most presidents at some point have botched assassination attempts on them and like we just don't hear about it like oh, the, probably. the the secret service just fucking nips that right in the bud and it just goes away i i think there's more assassination attempts out there than people know you know well it's did a anyone lot of people in the country was there did anyone actually try, take a shot at trump i'm trying to remember yes there was mm -hmm. one right yes mm -hmm. Was that the one when he like ducked down and then people were making fun of him online? That yeah, was every no. day. Yeah, I, that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I think the Secret Service stopped the guy. Yeah. But I know we know Reagan was shot. Well, he actually got shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't he continue his speech? He did. What a fucking badass! <laughs> what a badass! Can we talk about the Jack Ruby? The Jack the Ruby, jewel or the person? no, the man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I saw something today in looking up stuff about this that I'd never heard before. Do you like jackfruit? No, I like breadfruit. Um, Jack Ruby, man, owned a nightclub. Yeah, yep. he shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Yep. He the official story that I'd always heard is that he did it because he didn't want Jackie to face the embarrassment of having to go to trial and and uh, face Lee Harvey Oswald in court. Right, which just sounds retarded. He's got mafia connections. He had mm -hmm. cancer, mm -hmm. so. He's going to die. Now, 
I heard today that when he was in prison after this all went down, he was visited by a guy named West, who is a secret agent. Uh, a secret agent. He's a CIA guy. He's hmm. a secret agent. Yeah. yeah. Secret agent. Secret agent. And this guy, West. Jim his- West. Desperado. No, you don't want nada. None of this. Oh, you'll be laid out in the wild, wild west. Brian has a valid point. Agreed. I'll shut up now. We're going straight <laughs> to the wild, wild west. <laughs> okay. He's done. Um, He's done. Wild, wild Mr. West. west. <laughs> you thought he was done. <laughs> Agent West specialty is like MK Ultra mind control shit. Oh, God. Okay. Here we go. And is this true? This is what I saw on the internet today. Like where? Like YouTube. I was watching a video. Okay. I don't know we the don't credentials. We don't know how real this is. All right, it's a YouTube now, thing. It is reported. Do you have Mr. West's first name? I didn't write it down. <laughs> oh, Adam. He was also it's Adam bad. West, yes. Mm. Hello? Uh, I can't do it. You can't do an Adam West? Can you? Yeah. Hold on. You can do an Adam West. Mm-hmm. Do him telling someone to kill the president. Hello? I want you to kill the president, old chum. That's very good. good. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You twisted evil fiend. You've raised our taxes for the last time. (laughs) That's my Adam West. So when when they tackled Jack Ruby after he shot Oswald, supposedly he said something to the effect of, why are you tackling me? Where am I? Really? Yes. <laughs> and then when he went into prison, he went fucking nanners. He's insane. Like really? bouncing off the walls, talking crazy. Like completely lost control of his faculties. It is just crazy. He just guy. became a madman. Came cr- a madman and then died shortly after. Okay. It's just very odd. That is odd. <laughs> so this would supposit that the CIA took Jack Ruby <laughs> Brainwashed him into <laughs> killing him, into killing Lee Harvey Oswald, and then his mind broke. Yes. This is the plot of Zoolander, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Jack Ruby also could not look left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and what were they trying to tell? What were they trying to tell us in, in Zoolander? Zoolander. Well, in Zoolander, they supposit that every great assassin is an actor or model. Male, Male model. model. Male, Male model, model, yeah. Why male models? Because um, you do what you're told. No, I don't. Yes, you do, Derek. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, we were talking about that guy Russo, who yeah. uh, Willie O'Keefe is based on. Do you know that they got some of his testimony after hypnotizing him? Yes, I heard that. Yes. That and is drugged weird. Him, gave him truth serum. They gave him truth There's serum. All kinds of weird yeah. spooky like the, stuff. The, the truth serum thing is probably the thing, the breaking point. Hypnotizing, I, I feel like, is just fake. No, I think some people are susceptible to it. Yeah, can we try this? Like one day, well, apparently, find a hypnotist and see if it works. I saw some people that they thought that his testimony should be inadmissible because he was drugged, right? And people were like kind of upset about that. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it. There's so much weird shit around this. Yes, and everybody keeps dying. Yes, coincidentally. Yes. So. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, they supposit in this that he's in the CIA and that he is probably a patsy. Yeah. And we what he said. And we find out about the grassy knoll, like this people is, are talking uh, about it, right? 
Yeah. All these people of eyewitness reports, they're like, I saw men on the thing by the fence on the yes. grassy knoll. I heard the shots. And Kevin Costner is like, that was bullshit. That's fraudulent testimony, what the, the Warren report said. And they start testing the shots from the book. Was it depository? Yes. All right. I thought you were going to say suppository, and I was going to be very I say, happy. I say that all the time. Book suppository? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to, to get a quick read. I, I supposit the book. It's the fastest way. <laughs> but you just it quicker. They're testing the shots. Yes. Now, all three of us have shot guns before. Yes. yes. Now, no one here is a marksman. Yes. No. Except Steve. Yes. But I'm a good shot with a rifle. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. So <laughs> we obviously have different rifles than what Lee Harvey Oswald. He was using, using an Italian Carcano rifle, it's apparently. A bolt action rifle. Which if yes. I believe is a kind of shit rifle. Like it's not a good gun. Um, Everybody mm. keeps saying it's bad. Um, it's not that bad of a gun. I don't know how bad it actually is. Bolt rifles are usually pretty well made. For pretty the most accurate. Part. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're pretty accurate. Now they're, they take a little while to fire, obviously. It's not like yes. it's semi-auto or something. Yeah. You have to pull the bolt back and put it back in. You know, it takes a few seconds. And when you do that, your aim slightly changes. Right. Like, he didn't have a mount or anything. Right. And That we know of. According to the film, Lee Harvey Oswald was not a great marksman. Now, that's what I've heard before. Mm -hmm. That's where I don't know, because there's other movies that say he was a good marksman. You mean Full Metal Jacket? Full Metal Jacket. Specifically, they say... From that book suppository building. Suppository building. <laughs> Where did that I shoot? The Marines. Yeah. Because Marines shoot rifles at, at... I don't... How far... Do you know off the top of your head, how far was the shot from the book suppository to the, the it's car? Depository. Uh, depo I like suppository. I know. <laughs> book suppository to the car. I don't know. I don't know. Can you, like, we probably should have looked up. If it's like... Uh, it's got to be more than 100 yards, right? It's got to be. A football field? No, I don't think it you is. Think it's if it's short, if it's like 50 to 80, that's not that hard of a shot with that rifle, especially with a good scope, especially a well, dialed-in scope. I mean, uh, five of the six shots uh, hit at 265 feet. Now, that's that's the conspiracy version. That's not the official story. The official story is there are three shots. There are not five or six. I just Googled... Uh, how far was the shot the that killed JFK? So 200 feet's not that far. And it said 265 feet. That's not that far at all. You could you can get a good shot with that with that rifle with a good scope if you if you dialed that in. Yeah, that, that's not that bad. I think speed wise though, how they mentioned it, that's debatable. I think what's what's more interesting, if you know he is shooting from the depository building. Suppository. Why? Not take the shot at the easier position as he's coming around the corner. That's the thing. Right. The harder shot is the one that would have killed. the window. But he's leaning out the window yeah. either way. No, he's 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 looking out the window. The gun's not out of the window. You'll notice the gun if you're out the window. He goes, if it's turning the corner, you have back? to you have to lean. He wasn't. No, it, we would have had a straightaway shot as he approached the building. But the in the other way, it opens him up to that triangulation they were talking about in the movie. If you wait for him to, if you wait and wait for him to make the turn, so now you go out the different window, and I, I just made an aiming rifle yeah. gesture. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then you've got the grassy knoll and the bridge or wherever the hell the third one. Right, was. but isn't that a straight shot from the window? It's it's forward facing. It's not. But curved. there's a tree in the way, and there's stuff in the way. Yeah. It's like a weird yeah. angle now. I don't know. I okay, so I got I got Oswald's like shooting scores. Shooting scores. Scores. 
<laughs> it's his scores in the military. Oh, okay. Uh, what? What's wrong with that? Nothing. I don't oh. know why he found okay. that so hilarious. In 19, in, <laughs> I thought he, he'd slip something up. Never mind. In, de in December 1956, he scored a 212, which was slightly above the requirements for the designation of sharpshooter. In 1959, he tested again, and he scored 191, which reduced his rating to marksman. He was court-martialed court after accidentally shooting himself with a 22 handgun. So I don't yeah. know what to think of it. I don't think that he was, you know. Great. I don't think right. he was spectacular. He's probably mm -hmm. a good shot. A marksman at 200 Like Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. Like, uh, a good shot. Yeah, yeah, it's a good yeah. shot. What are you going to do? <laughs> no problem when I did anything. But he was, he, at one point, he was shooting a little bit closer to a sharpshooter than a marksman, right? That's what that said? That's what I meant. Yo, he was in, he qualified as a sharpshooter. And then when yeah. he retested his he, he rank, was just a but he was close. To he was like just there. Right. So sharpshooter, two hundred feet. That's not. That's not hard. It's not. He probably shot a couple of thousand rounds before he made those shots too. I don't know. So anyway, they start saying that they believe that it was triangulation, mm -hmm. that it was coming from Oswald in the book suppository, <laughs> the grassy knoll. <laughs> And another building, right? Yes. And it was a three-way crossfire. Yeah. You'll get caught up in that. Crossfire! Just like this show, really. <laughs> yeah, we're like crossfire. Yeah. yeah. I'm Chris Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like when they would do that on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. That was funny. That was a good bit. Who used to play him? I wanted to say Bill Pullman, but it's not. It's uh, Bill the, Pullman? It's the guy. We're going to survive! <laughs> From now on, Bill Hammond. Bill Hammond, right? Is that his name? Hater. No, not Hater. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Yes, Darryl it was Daryl Hammond. Right. <laughs> Where are we at in the movie? All right, so they're testing the shots, and they're they're saying that the Time magazine cover is fake. Yes. Yes. What do you guys think? Fuck do I know? I don't, I don't know. Photoshops. Why would it even matter? <laughs> yeah, I don't First know. First off, uh, all right, even if that photo Because well, the fake, photo is important because it has him holding the rifle. But he was a Marine. No, he has him holding that rifle. Right, but he was still a Marine. He, who, you can own guns. Like The rifle was found in the book depository building, stuffed behind like some boxes. Oh, yeah. He bought that <laughs> gun from Chicago. He ordered it in the mail. That's the Chicago way. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. He ordered that and a book suppository the Chicago way, just to sit on it. <laughs> it's driving Ant crazy. Yeah. shoving books up your ass. Exactly. <laughs> book suppository. <laughs> so now we get to it's Easter, and he abandons his family yes. to confront Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. And I love this scene. This scene is great. Sissy Spacek needs to get in fucking line. Like, Really? He's the trying guy's to save, trying to save America. Yes. And you, you are giving him shit? <laughs> Shut up. Your kids need you. It's Easter. They're fine. I have to go harass <laughs> this homosexual man. Yes. You don't understand. I need to know how many men he knew biblically. Like, I gotta know it. So they reenact the <laughs> Batman scene from the first movie <laughs> where they're at the long table away from each other. <laughs> That's why I got a long table. That's what it's for. <laughs> what is what is his servant's name that he doesn't like? Is it like Jasper or something? Oh, 
fuck. It's great. I don't remember. So I w- it seems a bit uncouth to call him by that name. So yeah. I call him Jenkins. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he does the champagne line again. Yeah. More champagne. <laughs> Like, you re- do you remember that episode of King of the Hill where they go to visit Bill's cousin in New Orleans? It's like the best episode. I, I don't like King of the Hill. Oh, so. He's like yeah. flamboyantly gay Cajun man. <laughs> it's fucking hysterical. <laughs> so They've always called me a creeper. They say I creep like the cousin. So they, they really don't get Chloe like... strangling our beloved Dixie. It seems like they didn't get a lot out of him, but when he leaves, Costner's like, we got him! And it's like... Well, what? right right when they meet, they're talking about the gay dress-up. He confronts them about like their gay dress-up things. Oh, and they dress like <laughs> European aristocrats from the eight, from 1805. Yeah. It reminds me of and what... Gold we, paint. It reminds me of what we wear when we do the show. <laughs> Ant has incredibly the, long white stockings similar. on. Yes. Beaver is dressed yes. like Marie Antoinette. And Brian's wearing culottes. Yes. Brian's wearing a Speedo <laughs> with gold paint on him. <laughs> He's dressed like Hermes. <laughs> He's a winged fury. So, so I forgot. <laughs> I forgot how gay this movie is. It's very gay. It's very gay. Well, I saw the movie once like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kevin Bacon, quite gay. Tommy Lee Jones, quite gay. Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci quite, quite gay. gay. Angry gay. <laughs> Which is so weird to see him gay, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like, I always yeah. think of him as you tough know, guy. a tough gay. guy, a, gangster, a mob yeah. guy, yeah. a criminal, yeah. or a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> a hysterical lawyer. <laughs> now, Garrison failed. But if they got uh, Vinny, what's the last name? Oh, uh, oh, Gambini. <laughs> if they got Vincent Gambini on the case, right. they would have been solved. Yeah, because she would have found the car yeah. that Oswald was in, recognized the. She would have been taking taking pictures in Dealey Plaza yeah. next to him in the shower, the case cracker. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the slip differential because like yeah. the, the you see the wheel go off the ground. Wheel you, know? sp- you ever get caught in the mud in Alabama? Yeah. One wheel spins, yeah, that one does nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a paranoid Pesci. Oh, his acting in the scene is phenomenal. This is a great yes, scene. Yes, it is. He's I'll, terrified. I'll mm-hmm. yeah. He's running all over. He's being manic. And he tells them they don't know anything that's going on. It's just a deep plot. Right. And, and he's terrified that he's just going to be killed he's at any be killed second. He he's people right. He's checking him. everything. He's scared to eat. Yeah. Yep. They've made bad choice of music for the scene, man. Yeah. Like the, I, I like I said before, the music in this movie really was uh, bad choices. Mm-hmm. Too loud sometimes. And then it was like, it was a manic scene, but it was tense music, mm-hmm. not like frantic. And it was just confusing. Like how it felt for me. What I found to be the most ill-used music in the movie was during the courtroom trial. When they did enter the gladiators. No. <laughs> <laughs> they might as they might as well have. When they're showing imagery of JFK's head exploding. They're showing like the Zapruder. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And there's glorious triumphant music playing <laughs> over <laughs> over a man's <laughs> brains falling out the back of his neck. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> Silence would have been so much better. Yes. Just well, keep it silent. If, don't need if Garrison doesn't do that, I don't think we ever see that footage. It's probably still being hidden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. They um, that footage never would have come. Or it would have been like passed off as like fake and we would have just 
Oh, if it had know. never been released and like today they were like, oh, here's the Zapruder footage. Everyone would be like, this is like right. fake. Yeah. This this is Photoshop. Yeah. Fake and gay. <laughs> it or it didn't happen. It was a writer. <laughs> we made it up. We made it up. <laughs> so uh, they whack Pesci again. <laughs> Guy's always getting whacked. He's always getting killed. This time not by, uh, what's his name? Was my cousin Vinny the only movie friend. he survived? Frank in? Vincent. Well, he lives through both Home Alones, which he Does should he? have died a much gory <laughs> death. <laughs> he, he, he died ten times in that movie. It's just a kid's movie, so they could kill him. Right. Yeah. They say it's natural cause, which means it was cyanide. They got him. It's they cyanide, got him. yeah. And there's two suicide notes, which are ve- which is very weird. Yes. Yeah. And that's real. Supposedly he died of natural causes in his autopsy, but there were two suicide notes, and it's very suspect. Mm-hmm. Very it's sus. just very weird that very that sus. would happen. Also very sloppy if it's a CIA operation. Like, what? Well, when you also control the people investigating, it really doesn't fucking matter. Right. True. But this is the worst scene in the movie. Yep. When the FBI comes to Rooker. Agent X. No, Agent X is great. Donald it's, Sutherland. Donald, Donald Sutherland's Sutherland. great. When they go to... It's on your side, Bubba. When, when they go to Michael Rooker and there's like five minutes of like the FBI telling him to like stop helping Costner. Oh, yeah. That scene is pointless. It doesn't need to be there. Um, I actually did. I skipped over it. I didn't, wrote, I didn't write anything about it. <laughs> but the next scene we get is Mr. X. We skipped a, a, a good part, I think. When after they send Tommy Lee Jones away, he informs the media of what's going on with this investigation. And you're right. They. That now, is when Joe Pesci him. is scared. Right. Because now the um, just every media outlet is bearing down on them. And you, if there is anything to the grand conspiracy, it is interesting to see the scene where he's on late night talk show and he's trying to show like photos and stuff. Kevin Costner's on there. Yeah. He's trying to show photos and the host immediately shuts him down and won't let him show the stuff. And it's like, oh is the media on board with whatever the thing is? Like, are, is there, are there no investigative reporters or journalists that are going to seek the truth? You know, or is it just, here's the line, here's, here's, we're going to toe the company line on this, you know? And they're saying what they're supposed to say. Right, yeah. and it's very reminiscent of the modernity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, I thought that when I was watching it, mm-hmm. but so many of the people that, made this movie are now are in like we're fans of this movie are the same people now that like are for the media doing shit like that. I know. Like they mm-hmm. completely like lost their souls. Yeah. Oh, back to the beginning of the conversation, he even said that like Americans kind of lost it. It's gone, you know? Oh yeah. That's what you said before. It's right? whatever team you're on. Yeah. It's not right. it's sports teams. Yeah. I'm a Yankees fan. I must cheer for the Yankees no matter what. I'm a Mets fan. I must cheer for the Mets no matter what. Mm-hmm. And like you will excuse anything as long as your team is yeah. fucking winning. Right. It's a horrible way to be. And like with politics, it's literally the worst thing to have sports teams for. Oh yeah. Yeah. But getting back to the movie. Agent X. Agent X is based on a real guy. Really? Mm-hmm. Named Leroy Fletcher Powdy. When did that come out? When did Powdy come out? When that did he come out that that's the guy? Well, I don't know if he came out of the closet, but... Well, considering <laughs> there's a lot of gays in this, it's, you know, expected. I assume he's dead now. He is dead yeah, now. Yeah, probably. He was old, it seems, in this. 
that that's a guy who can't reveal himself if if any of this information that he says is accurate until very late in life. So right? in 1975, there you go. He brought a lot of this stuff forward and uh-huh. testified and spoke about various things related to this. Did right. he die in 1976? <laughs> <laughs> He's also involved in another incident called the 1960 U2 incident. I don't spy plane? Oh, yeah, I told you. They were spying Maybe. on Bono. They knew. Yeah, they were trying to. They were trying. They, they were, were trying pre- to get the blueprints meditated and war. <laughs> <laughs> so New Year's Day, it's going to be huge. It's going to be big. Howdy, we got to keep an eye on this. Howdy died June fifth, two thousand one. All right. So oh, he lived. Wait, who who's that? The, Pow- he said he died. Oh, Pow- he made it to two thousand one. He made it to two thousand one. Right, wow. But he testified in seventy five about all this shit. Mm-hmm. Now, is this the most exposition you've ever seen in a movie? I feel like it is. This is spelling it out for people who can't piece it together. Right. Yes. And I, I feel like what I mentioned before in the car ride about it, where- The only exposition I care about is that in The Force Awakens. When <laughs> Somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> no, oh, no. no that's, that's Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> that scene where Leia and Han just talk about everything they know already about each other yes. for the benefit of the audience. It's like the worst written scene I've ever seen. <laughs> Our son, do you remember when he left and joined the dark side? Yes, I do remember that. And what about when he did that? <laughs> and isn't it a shame we used to be married and in love? <laughs> And Things they, just didn't turn out the way we expected. <laughs> Could you imagine if me, you, and Luke were just together on screen? I mean, we saw each other again. <laughs> no, I feel like that, that this um, this wasn't necessary. It really wasn't. At least not to the extent of that they did. It could, have, like been, it could have been shortened. It could have just been a, a This is a the confirmation blip. that like they're evil. They're evil. You kind of knew it though already. No, Go. it was implied. It he's, was imp- yeah, but that's all you <laughs> he's need. He's like they had the paper early in New Zealand and like yeah. all this. Yeah, oh, they yeah. they, they just sent did- them to Antarctica. Yeah. yeah, they did so much that you just didn't really need. You just did it. So, there would have been security everywhere if so I was there. It's like, okay. That the movie asked you to keep track of, you know? There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you did Basically, not Basically, he's this. like the mul- the military industrial complex mm-hmm. did this. All right. That's what he says. To start war and make money. The make music money. got loud again. I, I missed half of it. I said, please, more exposition. I got it. I got what I asked for. Shaw gets arrested. <laughs> and this is when they implicate LBJ, right? Yeah, this is when yes. they say LBJ yeah. did. He becomes woke. He woke up to what was going on after he met Agent X, and it's like, oh, I see it now. Yes. He becomes woke. Right. Truth's on your side, Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jim Garrison, he, like, reacts to slander. And there's a creepy call to his daughter, which is a scary scene. Yes. And he doesn't give a shit. And, yeah. He doesn't care. He knows he's just worried because MLK is shot the same day. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's what he's worried about. He Not- said, kids, we can't let the Illuminati feast on the blood of children. We got to fight. Right. Verbatim. Yeah, but, Verbatim but, says it. But, but my kid can be threatened openly. Yes. That's okay. <laughs> So he fights with his wife. They get audited by the IRS, which I found unbelievable. Yeah. The government would never use yeah, the IRS uh, auditing people as, as a, a weapon. As a weapon. For, for political. That would never happen. IRS are saints. Oswald, we found out that he was at that FBI office. That's what they claim in the movie. Mm-hmm. They get bugged, right? Rooker fights and yes. leaves. They yeah. find bugs. They find bugs everywhere, all over their office, which is. 
and right when we there, say bugs, like, yeah, we right. don't mean like spying devices. We no, mean we mean like the bad guys from Men in Black from uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a fray. <laughs> so it's the flies from <laughs> RFK gets yeah, shot too. Yes. And it's just like the world is collapsing. Another shooting, yep. yeah. It's like there and nothing. The wife is stop. like, "You were right. Yes. You were right. Let's fuck." And now the <laughs> court, nothing turns me on like somebody getting killed, like a Kennedy <laughs> getting shot again. Now court has begun. Yes, and they show in the Zapruder film, and we get the magic. The magic bullet, bullet yeah. theory. The magic bullet theory, though, kind of reminds me of that movie where, like, the curve of the bullet. Couldn't that have happened? Oh, that wanted. Movie? wanted. <laughs> X versus Sever? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, you're all asking, like, oh, why'd he take that angle? Because he curved it around the tree, <laughs> and it that would have hit, like, three people. Well, I, I think... <laughs> Ant's look was just like, I can't believe you. <laughs> this has happened before. Curving the bullet. No, my oh. friends went to a baseball game, oh, and yeah? they were hit with a magic loogie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What? Keith Hernandez? Ke Keith Hernandez spit at them. Mm -hmm. The bullet, I mean the spit, <laughs> went all around in a circle, uh -huh. hit one of them in the head, and it uh -huh. went back and to the left. That, that's impressive. Back and, and to, to the, the left. left. Now that impressive. is one right. magic loogie. There you go. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> it's impressive. So, See, that's the kind of exposition I like. That was short, <laughs> sweet, to the point, you know? So then Unlike we, some movies. So then we find out that JFK's brain <laughs> disappeared and Kevin Costner starts screaming you took his brain <laughs> brain and brain what is brain <laughs> that's what you want to do to me isn't it <laughs> you cut out his brain you bloody baboon he was one of the most brilliant scientific minds <laughs> what is that that's what he says no, he in, uh, in apes yeah he does he does yeah oh, oh they didn't say that about Pesci here Oh, no, you know what? He <laughs> says that about Landon, I think. Dodge was killed in the hunt. Dodge was killed in the hunt. What happened to, to Landon? Landon? <laughs> no, because Landon was lobotomized. Yes. He's, he was one of the most brilliant scientific minds. Mm. So during this exposition, they say that uh, he grabbed a Coke before fleeing, and they, they do this whole thing where, like, Lee Oswald could not have done this. Like, I, Did you guys know about the cop getting killed? Yes. You did? I yeah, didn't I know about that, no. that. Mm. I remember that he wanted to buy the world a Coke. Yeah. And this is also for our for sponsor, Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for it. I would love I'm it. I'm going for the sponsorship of Coca-Cola. I'll get it. <laughs> it's my goal. <laughs> so what did we really learn from all this? Well, at the end, we get the big speech from... From Kevin Costner, which, which is the only part of this movie that matters. It's the point yes. of the movie. Yes. Is him talking to the audience and being like, the government is corrupt. Hold these people accountable. Make things happen. Or you don't have a country. Or you don't have a country. And he's begging you, looking at the camera, talking to the audience. Yes. And it's great. It's the best fourth wall break I've ever seen in a movie. I agree. It is phenomenal. It's so good. I love it. And, like it, he, and it worked to yeah, an extent. Right. Yeah. As far as this one particular thing. So nobody, do, do, do any of us buy the Warren Report, the official story? No. No. Do you think most Americans buy the Warren Report? No. I, I think I saw a thing where 80% of Americans doubt that. Mm -hmm. I don't know how true it is. I'm sure if I asked anyone like 
10 years younger than us. They, they won't even know what it is. They don't give no, a fuck. Yeah, they don't care, they don't they don't care, care about who, who's JFK. Was he the first president? Yeah. Like, that's the question. <laughs> and even the ones who would remotely care, I'd be like, oh, do you know the government and media are evil? They'd be like, oh, shit, wow. They already, they already assume Shocker, that. bro. Right, yeah. That's the, that's the baseline. <laughs> cool story. Thanks um, for telling me. <laughs> yeah. All in all, it's it's not something you need to watch. Well, like, uh, I think it's, it's not a fun watch. It's not a fun watch, but, but it's there an is, interesting watch. It's an interesting watch. Sure, yes. There's a lot. The performances are phenomenal. The frustrating thing yes. about the movie is A lot this. of information. You don't get answers. It's a lot oh, of yeah. information. You, put, you know, piece it together yourself. That's the problem with this. Like, let's say this movie came out 200 years in the future, and like all the shit is known and stuff. Maybe it's different. You know, or like, even if it's not known, they give it an ending. Exactly. Like, like if we were watching a movie about the McKinley assassination, Ooh. like, mm. <laughs> like that, we would know everything about, right? Yeah. Yeah. But this we don't. So it's a little inconclusive. But it still is good, and the point of the movie isn't like who did it. Right. It's not who killed Kennedy is irrelevant. Yes. How he was killed is irrelevant. Do something is what it's about. Yes. Yeah. Just ask questions. Yeah. Investigate. Right. Find shit out. Right. Don't believe what people are Just telling you. Just because you're told. Right. Exactly. Because it's like, and that's what Oliver Stone's fucking whole thing is with like this whole shtick. Yeah. And I think that's Which a is good, good message. Yeah, it is a good message. You good. should never trust anybody. Like right. like we take our we take experts words for it on everything. Like we're told that dinosaurs existed because people found bones and put them up. Like how do we fucking know? We're told that the <laughs> That's a weird Brian, I don't know if that's We are told <laughs> we are told the earth is round okay, because because scientists like because uh, you know scientists have told us this. Brian is uh, <laughs> managed opposition. They sent Brian in here to make us all look crazy. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I, like, seriously. Why did could, they get to you? It, yeah. could, <laughs> it could be, a, it could, honestly, it could be about anything. But when like, people start asking questions, then Brian comes along and says some crazy uh, shit so that they stop asking questions. Like, oh, these guys are assholes. <laughs> no, really, though. Meanwhile, could, I'm telling you, birds aren't real, and it slipped right under the radar. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, exactly. we all know that. Exactly. No, it could be about anything, and we, like, people that investigated this shit tell us, and we accept it. Like, like we're told shit about medicine and food and nutrition and all this, and none of us have done any research. We just take an expert's right. advice on it. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of looking at questions, actually reading the research that determined that thing for us, right. we're just like, oh, okay. Like, we're told the earth is flat, the earth is round. We're told the earth is round. And we Brian's a flat earther. I'm no, not. No, 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 I, no, no, I am no, not. No. I Brian's am not. not a flat earther. He thinks that the Earth is on a turtle shell flying through space. Yes. Oh, Brian's a Cherokee. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Seriously though, like, like we are told the Earth is round. Piece of the puzzle, right? There. <laughs> We're told the Earth is round, and I believe that obviously. Yeah. But like, have any? Has anyone at this table actually investigated that to find out? I mean, I, we we flew. Halfway there's, across the world. There's certain things that make that kind it's of self-evident. It's curved. Right. I haven't been to space. Like I haven't gravity. looked at the planet. Like Elon Musk did. Like, here's the thing. Like, we get satellite pictures of Earth. How do we actually know that those are accurate? You know what I mean? We you really well, don't. You can you could attach like a camera to a, we a weather balloon and it'll just go to space and you could see the curvature of Earth. Like you could just do that. It's legal. 
Nobody's stopping you. I once kicked. <laughs> I once kicked my ex girlfriend's boyfriend so hard he saw the curvature of the earth. True story. Ex girlfriend's boyfriend. Yep, I kicked him her so hard. Her new boyfriend. Oh, yeah. No, After her ex. You. Her ex boyfriend before me. I Why'd kicked him kick so hard he saw the curvature of the earth. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Why'd how does that him? happen? I just had to fucking do it. I punted him right fucking into and space. How did he, oh, you kicked him that hard. Like yeah. Into space. Yep. Is that when you realized, like, wait, gravity isn't real? I'm told like, I'm told gravity's real. I've never seen it. Yeah, well, you kicked someone into space. I didn't see gravity. I saw you drop something. I see that 20 times a day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Yes. So what would you yeah. rate this movie at? Huh. Uh, it is a good movie. Um it's not a fun watch. Like, I don't want to watch this again anytime soon. Mm. Get him through a towel. Why did he throw a towel he at He thought me. you spilled something. I didn't spill anything. But you know what? That's good to be prepared because he's going to at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Seven? Okay. I respect it. That's, that's high. That's high. Five out of ten. For the acting. Like, in the, the, the people. He's great. Yeah, that's why it's a five out of ten. It would have been lower if it was worse actors. I'm going to give this... A six out of ten. Wow. Very good movie. I like it. It's definitely not super enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And it is way too long. It doesn't need to be three hours long. Right. But okay. overall Boomers everywhere are burning effigies of us right now. They hate us. Yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sure there's some that are, that have the similar opinions as us. Ready, guys? Yes. Yeah, I'm ready. Wanna say bye? Bye bye. It's uh, it's never goodbye. It's I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Until <laughs> uh, we meet again. Until we meet again. Right. <laughs> want to thank you all for listening to us. Want to give a big thank you to Tell Him Steve Dave, letting us record in their studio. Come on down to Hazlitt, visit the store. Follow the show on all social media, Reviewing History Pod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Rate and review the show on iTunes. It helps potential sponsors find the show. All social media reviewing history pod, our view history pod on Twitter. Follow me on all social media at Brian Rupert. Follow me on Letterboxd. I rank and review every single movie I watch. Thank you all for listening. I will see you next time. Bye.